Hello guys, welcome back to the Cycles podcast. Long time no speak. I know it it's been a long time since I released an episode. And on the last episode we left it on a rather sad note because we were talking about grief and in that conversation we acknowledged how grief is not linear. Um it's not there's no destination with regards to grief. You just have to grow around it and just have to maneuver your way through life as you navigate it so in this particular episode i'd like to move away from that a bit and i'd like to talk about something that has been very recurrent in my conversations with friends and even um with people i look up to like creatives um even business moguls and everything just people generally who have um experienced life more than i have or more than we have uh, with you on the other end so this particular topic uh quick disclaimer by the way i am not in any way a a qualified therapist or a psychologist i did not study any of that in school so in as much as uh this podcast was made for that sole purpose of like having a conversation that may feel therapeutic at the end of the day if you have a very deep underlying issue apart from talking to your friends i'd recommend that you seek professional help because a lot of the a lot of the opinions and a lot of the uh topics that i'll be discussing will be very a very personal um some of the things that i've uh, we're going to be um, i cover some of the things that i've seen work for my friends or some of the things i've seen work for myself or some of the things i've read that work for people so they're not bible truths so in the event that you're facing something similar and it's very deep rooted then i advise that you just seek medical help so away from that uh today's topic is going to be on imposter syndrome. I've been avoiding talking about this imposter syndrome thing because I didn't want it to sound like a psychology class and stuff like that. But I feel like um I need to just address it because it's something that affects me and it affects a lot of people that I know. And what is it? So loosely defined I uh imposter syndrome is when you feel like you don't belong into a certain room or you don't feel like you deserve certain things happening to you um despite previous or past evidence that you actually are fit for the role or are fit for the position and so on and so forth so imposter syndrome is basically the voices you hear in your head telling you that you're not good enough the voices that you hear in your head telling you mm, maybe this opportunity is not for you so don't apply for it despite the fact that maybe you've gone to school you've received adequate training like you're well fit for that particular job advertisement that particular uh, casting role and all those things so it's the voices in our heads that we are uh, that we find difficult to quiet And a lot of the times when imposter syndrome strikes it's usually when like big transitions are happening in our lives let's say maybe now you get the one big break you've been praying for for like over for months and months 
and then it happens to you and the moment it happens to you your brain switches into trying to convince you of the way maybe you're not pretty enough if it's a modeling gig uh, your body is not like your body doesn't fit the standards like your um if maybe it's about dating a guy you don't feel like you're good enough for them and all that nonsense so whenever you whenever um imposter syndrome strikes it almost feels as if like your brain is your worst enemy and it truly is in that moment your mind is your worst enemy because it feeds you stuff that are not necessarily true it's just your insecurities that are speaking now one of my most profound uh, experiences with imposter syndrome was in high school and yet again a lot of stories a lot of the things that i talk about on this podcast are going to be heavily centered on my high school life because i feel like that's that was the most pivotal moment of my few years in on this earth <laughs> i feel like i um the experiences that i went through there um even though i didn't know how to apply the lessons that were being taught to me then like sometimes it hits me in my present day and um in my present day and i see how maybe i should have approached certain situations back then i see how i should have treated myself back then like i should have extended grace to myself and all those things so that was a very dark period <laughs> all the same but it taught me very precious lessons well i'm not calling it dark in the sense of at it was bad and everything um i shouldn't even be calling it dark because um all the things i went through are human all the things i went through at that time were very human and are very normal and there are things people other people went through because and most of the times i used to think my experiences were unique to me i didn't think my 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 disc was struggling as much as i was i didn't think um index 1 was going through the same problems as i was but now that i've grown and now that um people talk about these things freely i realize that actually a lot of us were very lost and it's just that uh we were like the way we were brought up and the way we grew up was didn't allow us to like voice some of the things that we were going through and even at the back of our heads we really didn't know how to put some of the experiences that we were going through in words so it would be difficult to even have a conversation around it so the one time the voices in my head really um toyed around with me was still with regard to my music so when when i joined high school in form 1 i automatically for the for the subjects that we had to choose i automatically went for the music class and this is very funny for me because at that time i felt when i was choosing the music in my head i knew we were going to be studying probably Selena Gomez lyrics you we are still we were going to be studying Justin Bieber and even maybe curating performances um like throughout the four years and all that all that stuff like i knew by the time i'm finishing form 4 i'm going to be a full-fledged performer i'm going to be a solid writer and even maybe play an instrument or two 
but chalk on me because when we joined the music class uh, of course that was not the case the music class ended up being a class where we had to we had to learn the history of like some of his um the history of kenyan music even um we had to learn different instruments from different communities we had to um clap steadily to like denote like a crochet and like progress to make bars out of that so it wasn't really what i thought it would be but now because i made the choice i made the choice because i was passionate and because i was um interested in music as a subject so i just had to roll with it so um being a music student came with a lot of opportunities back in high school like back in my school because generally my school was a very musical school so being a music student came with a lot of uh, privileges and even opportunities to like even maybe sing on assembly make presentations um go for outings um uh uh, be the do solos be uh like lead performances and all those things so i'm coming into high school with a background of like i already know i can sing i have tested my songwriting skills and uh they were maturing at this point this is in form one so fast forward in form two i wrote like the first piece for my house for the interhouse competition and the piece did really well the piece was number two so this is like uh this is like the first proof like the first yeah the first proof that like i'm a solid songwriter so we move on to form three um in form three as well this this is my like third interhouse competition experience and I, and I offer my services to my house at the time to write their own composition. And this time I wrote a winning piece. So the piece in my form three got number one. So again, this goes into the basket. So they define that I am indeed a great songwriter. But the imposter syndrome came uh, severally in the instances where maybe the principal would even ask f um, spontaneously for anyone to like uh, start of the national anthem or start of the school anthem and stuff like that so whenever we'd have closing assemblies uh there would be room for people to showcase their talent at some at a, at a given point so a lot of these times i used to panic and i used to like even talk myself out of even like standing or even raising my hand or even like volunteering myself to go and sing and most of the times I sat down because the voices in my head would tell me, oh my God, no. Oh my God, do you think they will pick you over this student B who maybe sings better or student B who plays the piano better or student B who controls their voice better and all those things. In those moments, I could, I could come up with a list of all the wrong things of all the things that were wrong with my voice and all the things that were wrong in my um seeing uh, my seeing my my um approach to singing and my voice control uh yani my brain would cook up any excuse to make sure I sat on that chair and I did not get up to to showcase my talent 
and so a lot of a lot of these opportunities bypassed me and then okay sometimes it wasn't my imposter syndrome sometimes uh whoever like whoever was slotting just wouldn't slot me and my friend this is my friend um i think i've mentioned her before on this episode on this podcast she's called joy so me and joy used to like performing as a duo because even the songs we used to write we used to write as a duo so a lot of the times we used to go and maybe even approach like whoever was um curating the performances at the time and then we wouldn't get picked um sometimes and i think that also like uh, chimed into the imposter syndrome because i was we used to sit with each other and we were like um but how comes when it comes to other people it's like it's usually a given for them to perform or maybe um we're not good enough or maybe we don't like satisfy uh the idea of music student or maybe any all those all those wrong things we used to think um something was wrong with us because we wouldn't get sorted but i don't fault them for that i don't fault them for not sorting us maybe time was uh, there were time constraints and they just had to pick a few performers and all those things so that's one way in which it affected me so you find that um uh you'd be when whenever you're experiencing imposter syndrome you would hold back taking up opportunities you hold back taking up space and the and the ripple effect of that is that it affects it affects your productivity it affects your consistency it affects uh it affects like it eats it eats into you as a person it eats into your character it eats into your self-belief and then you end up at ground zero. So let's say you're working so hard at something because Joy and I used to meet in the music room. She would hone her piano skills and I would hone my music skills by singing to whatever she was playing, even my music writing skills by by writing to whatever she was playing. And then we'd come up with like a whole body of work just from that. But still, when it came time to perform and stuff like that, I'd, I'd sit down and be like, eh, 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 you know, Maeve, um, student B is better than you because uh, she plays the piano and she can sing as well. So this opportunity is not for you, miss. Sit your ass down. <laughs> and so a lot of opportunities were missed like that. Another way in which it's affecting me in my present day life is with regards to this podcast. Like I hold back recording a lot of episodes because, again, the voices start to come up and they start telling you maybe um they start to tell you how maybe you didn't sound right on this episode cg the content on this episode if you do it it would sound like a psychology class you remember even the way i when i said um i didn't want it to sound like a psychological class and all those things in a way true i don't want them to sound like a psychology class but again i feel like those were just that's just um the anxiety speaking because at the end of the day speaking about this imposter syndrome could help someone um get over it and stuff like that but because um i'm choosing to focus on the negative i hold back from uh recording the episode the episode and like from talking about uh, this imposter syndrome in itself and then we end up with weeks and weeks and weeks of no episodes. 
But again, I'm learning to like extend grace to myself in the event that maybe I can't get past it soon as soon as I expect. I I like to give myself time. I like to give myself time and just be kinder to myself because eventually the voices die in as much as it's uh it's a recurrent uh it's a recurrent struggle and it's sporadic i feel like at some point the voices cool down and at some point you 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 get brave enough to maybe shoot the shot you get brave enough to get up and do all those things that you're postponing for one reason or the other so one of the ways i've seen that um one of the um there's something i came across sorry there's something i came across on twitter and it was asking i'll just read verbatim it says do you experience imposter syndrome and then it went on to say try this mindset reframe you have a responsibility to every other human in this world to share your unique talent this isn't about ego or whether or not you're good enough it's about sharing your gift with a world that needs it Actually that's the post that made me now decide to like sit down and just record the episode because I was putting in too much unnecessary thought into it and the end result was that the episode wasn't going to be shot anyway. So I just had to uh macho and just decide to do the episode. So with regards to that tweet I feel like that's one of the ways that you can approach this imposter syndrome issue to like combat it. I think you should first of all um ap- uh, appreciate that you are a gifted human being. Whatever it is that you do, whether you're a mechanical engineer, whether you're an architect, whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a musician, whether you're a news presenter, all those things. Accept that you're not ordinary. You're, you're extraordinary and you're gifted and you're trained and you're well prepared and you're well equipped for whatever it is that you're looking into into doing or whatever it is that you're looking into getting into i feel like once you accept and once you revel in your gifting it keeps you grounded i think and i feel like if you're grounded then from there you can grow if you're grounded i feel like a lot of um a lot of the side shows won't affect you and even if they do it's not for an extended period of time it's just temporary so one the first step i'd say to like um combat imposter syndrome that has worked for me um or that pushes me out, out of that um out of that hole is acknowledging your gifting the second thing I feel is just talking it out with people because when I talk it out with people, when I um, like engage in conversations where people tell me or why people show me that they also go through this, I feel like then you start to feel like it's not something that's not that can't be overcome. It's something that you can get over. It's something that you can um, circumvent and it's something that you can defeat, actually. So talking to people then number three is just i feel like (laughs) so even when you don't feel like you should just push yourself and just do it because otherwise you will be setting yourself back um a thousand steps 
and it will affect your consistency as we said earlier it will affect your productivity and you be back at ground zero so whenever you're starting it will be like you're starting at ground zero and this is something that i'm yet to like um combat fully but i feel like because i have spoken about it um i think i'll be more aware and i'll be more sensitized on like whenever it's happening to me and like push myself to get out of it because at the end of the day we just get one shot at this life thing so you can't spend the rest of your days you can't spend the rest of your time um feeling like you don't deserve things i mean that's that's a sad way to approach life really so i know a lot of you have gone through imposter syndrome and i'd like to hear your stories i'd like to hear how you have moved past it i'd like to hear how um it has affected you in your line in your line of work or maybe in your passions in your interests and if you have recommendations that have worked for you that I'm not even that I'm, I may not have mentioned that have worked for you, you can as well share them. Um, you can uh, follow this podcast on cycles underscore podcast on Instagram, or you can follow my personal pages at Maeve Sheryl on Instagram and at Maeve Sheryl one on Twitter, and keep the conversation going. Um, because I think, again, it's just team effort. It's just team effort. Um, I can pe- We can learn a thing or two from each other. And stuff like that. So that's it for this episode. I hope that you continue to extend grace to yourself. I hope that you continue to be patient with yourself as you navigate your own cycles. And realize that imposter syndrome is just one of those hurdles that we have to get past as human beings. Don't be too hard on yourself. Um, when it comes, you can sit with it for a while. Just don't dwell. And then, yeah, we can grow from there. So don't forget to follow at Cycles Podcast on Instagram or my personal pages at Maeve Cheryl on Instagram at Maeve Cheryl one on Twitter. And also, if you listen on, uh, if you listen to this podcast on Anchor. You can leave voice messages for me. You can leave uh, voice messages um, with a review and all that. So see you on the next episode. Bye. Love you. Enjoy.